Welcome back to Sister Talk. I am your host, JM, and this is my co-host. I'm Tatiana. Today, we're going to be talking about all things LGBTQ community. We're going to be talking about um, people who choose to live out loud, be themselves. We have two special guests with us. We have Dominique and Jonathan, and we're going to let them introduce themselves. Dominique can start. Hey, I'm Dominique. I'm 19, and I'm a college student at the moment. Hello, I'm Jonathan. I'm 32. I'm a full-time worker. Okay, so now we're going to start off with an icebreaker like we always do. I wanted to ask our two guests, um, what do you identify as? Um, I identify as a gay male. I'm just a, a male. Okay, so the first question I would like to ask, or, you know, just to start the conversation today, we're going to do something new. We're not really going to go by, like, an outline of questions or anything. We're just going to let the conversation flow naturally, because I do know this is a sensitive subject for most people, and not probably for you guys, because you guys are pretty open and everything. So this is my first question, and Jonathan, you can start once I ask the question, you can answer first. Why are people gay in your opinion? I think people basically was born this way, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I think people were born this way as well. Like, it's not really a choice. You just that way. What about you, Tatiana? Um, in high school and in college, I studied the nature versus nurture like debate. Um, so I think people are born the way they are because if you guys are unfamiliar, the nature versus nurture is a like it was an experiment where they tried to basically raise a boy as a girl and like never told him that he was originally a boy and stuff and just thought that would work. But he struggled his whole life because he just felt like something you know was out of place and stuff. So I studied that in college and in high school. So I just think people are born the way they are because obviously they attempted to raise, you know, that male as a, as a woman and it just did it, it never worked. Like they went through years of therapy, everyone around, you know, this boy lied and it still wasn't enough. He still like felt out of place and felt that he was a male because he actually was. I think you're born, you know, how you are. You can't just like, you know, turn someone into something. Um, I also agree with you guys with the born this way. And my logic is because um, now uh, the gay community, LGBT plus Q, you know, community is, you know, popular. People know a lot about it. It's kind of um, a little more out there than it was back when I came up with this philosophy. But I do know that back then or probably still now, I don't know, but people wasn't accepted to it so I always thought why would someone choose for their family to disown them why would someone choose you know all these negative things so I feel like they had to be born that way because a lot of them don't even want to um come I hate saying come out because why do you have to come out but a lot of them don't like to acknowledge that they're gay or whatever because of the the bad stigma behind it so I always think like why would someone choose to be an outcast if that you know just a way to put it so um DJ um you're 19 so you are new to the game or whatever you're not new because you've been in it 19 years 
hints that you're born this way. But um, what is your coming out story or the story that you share with your family or your was I want to say when you knew your identity of your sexuality? Um, basically, like Tata said, you always feel out of place. Like you always feel like people trying to force something on you. They might be trying to force sports on you or like you should be this way towards girls or you should act this way. So I always kind of knew I wasn't like other, some of the other boys that I was around, like my cousins and my classmates and stuff. So once I was, became a freshman, and up until then, I don't think I ever had, like, a boy like me. But once I became a freshman, this boy liked me. And he used to always try to talk to me, and I liked him back. So, basically, I acknowledged that I was gay, and I was like, well, you like him back, so you might as well be real with yourself. And I basically told, like, my cousins that were my age first, and then, like, some of my friends. And I just basically was like, I like um, boys, whatever. Most people was cool. Well, everybody I told was cool about it. Nobody really cared. And I'm pretty sure they knew already because I never had no girlfriend or nothing. And then I slowly told like my aunties and older cousins and then my mama and stuff like that. So it really wasn't like too much of a come out story. It was just really me telling people I like boys. Okay. What about you, J-Boy? I really didn't come out. Everybody knew already so it was just like they like they found like little pieces bits, bits of pieces and they try to put it together but yeah, i really didn't come out the first person i really told was uh tabitha uh jm where they did a little private investigation and then they found out anyway well i didn't do any investigation I'm gonna be, I don't like for people to like, I don't think people should force people's stories or whatever, make them. So I didn't do any investigation. You actually said it, like slipped up and said it when it was with Alexis was kind of telling us and you said it like, well, I'm, and I was like, whoa, I've never heard they acknowledge it. You know, we knew, but it was right. like. But like people know like all my songs in my phone, y'all should know something was going on. I had the yeah. best songs in the phone. I was just, I only hung, I only hung around girls really. Cause that's the only people I really messed with back then. Yeah, yeah. you were, you're the only boy in your, um, you, you don't have any brothers. You only have sisters, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Even so then, yeah, then some people blame that. Like, oh, you don't have no brothers, so that's why you gay. No, it really don't matter if I did have a brother, I'd still be gay. Still like men. Mm -hmm. How long did you know you were gay? You felt like you've been, always felt like you were out of place, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the answer. I mean, but I'm like DJ, I had girlfriends. You had girlfriends, so. Yeah, I had like two girlfriends. Uh, okay, I so mean, how? How long did it take you to, you know, acknowledge that you like the same sex? I always, when I was with them, I always knew I was gay. But I, you know, it's like people pressuring you, like, why you don't get no girlfriend? Why you do this? Yeah. Did you attract your girlfriends? No, not at all. <laughs> I, I had a fake, I had a Girl. fake girlfriend for years. I, I was his um, pretend girlfriend. Uh huh. Uh, a couple, of, like maybe a year or two. You know, mm -hmm. and she blew my spot. 
<laughs> Interesting. So, um, do you guys have any girlfriends? You said who? Um, girls used to like me and stuff like that, but I never really had no girlfriend. And I was younger than Jonathan when I came out the closet because it was like, I knew my family was gonna be okay with it because of Jonathan. So I was I came out when I was like 14. So it wasn't even time for all that. But you did have a crush before on a girl, at least. Yeah, I did used to have crushes on girls. So did. So just because you attracted to males don't mean that you can't be attracted to females as far as like thinking they cute and stuff, right? Yeah. Cause I'm not attracted to women, but I could say, "Oh, she look cute," you know. So, but Jonathan, you said you're not attracted to women. I'm attracted to women. I'm very beautiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, did you guys ever feel like that your family mate wasn't gonna accept the this like your choice, your sexuality? Um, ah. I knew my aunties was gone, except me, especially like my younger aunties, because me and Tatiana are three years apart. So I knew my younger aunties was gone, except me. And one of my aunties is a stud. So it was really like, I really, I didn't think y'all would really care that much. It was going to be like, an okay thing. Um, my dad, he actually was like way cool and calm than I thought he would be like, he joke about it and everything now. Like, he be wanting to meet people I be talking to and everything. Like, he he didn't care at all. Like, I can honestly say nobody in my family really cared. Or it didn't but make... I, I was a little nervous. You always nervous because you, you never know. People different with their kids and their nephews and stuff than they are with a cousin or a friend. Yeah. What about you, J-Boy? On the point when I uh, decided to come out, I really didn't care what anybody said, so I really didn't tell nobody. Well, my family, I really didn't tell them that they found out, they found out. If they asked me, I still lied, but but, it, but they still they still know. So was it, do you feel like you was lying because you felt like they was gonna disown you or you just wasn't comfortable in it yourself yet? I feel like I wasn't comfortable, but after okay. a while, you know, my family, my family drinks, so after a while, when they drink, they say little jokes and stuff, and then stuff just come out. Yeah, I find it kind of hard to feel like, um, because we, as we said before, you guys was born this way, to feel that you have to feel accepted or someone's going to feel a certain type of way, that, like, I don't like that, the feeling of that, you know? Right. Like, it should be like that, because, like we said, y'all didn't choose it, it's just how you were born. So I'm glad that the world is opening up to, you know, people just different. It's different people out here. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, half the people already know already. Yeah, they definitely do. They they already know already. So my dad yeah. seen my Facebook and he already know. <laughs> he was waiting on me to tell him. That's good that your um, dad was like more accepting than you thought. Because, you know, that's who I think Black men worry about more. So is like the male people in their lives. Because, you know, Black men are looked at as 
tough and you know aggressive and you know all the stigma behind black men. So it's good that you had the opposite of what we most know about, you know, fathers accepting gay sons. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And you're a junior, so yeah. And I'm definitely his twin. I look just like him. Yeah. Sadly. And for us, we were kind of already accustomed to like gay people. Like when you told me, I kind of knew, I always knew. Um, not always, I'm not gonna say always. I felt like when you got older before you came out, like or you told us, um, I knew a little bit, but you never really know until a person accepted for them themselves, because everybody different. But um, my little sister is um, a lesbian. And um, my best friend, Jonathan, J-Boy, AKA J-Boy, um, he's a gay male. So I was kind of used to the, but it is different. When it's different people, it's different. Like, but I accepted him, he ain't nothing changed. You know, he's still my nephew. He still got to lift up the waters and stuff. Park, need him too, you know, like, Mm-hmm. He's still my, so I don't see no different. What about you, Tatiana? Um, when Dominique told me, I already like knew. I feel like it's different for um males that are in touch with their feminine side. Um, I already knew. I think I think he had said it, and I didn't really say anything. And he's like, "Did you hear me?" And I was <laughs> like, "Yeah." So um, it it didn't really like matter to me. Then we just like then we started talking more about like people he talked to and stuff like that like those situations so that was like pretty that opened up a new door so i liked it that he was able to share that with me so what about um like who who are you attracted to like i know it's like um i really don't know the terms so don't shoot me people i don't know the terms but I know it's more feminine males and then it's regular, I mean, not regular, feminine males and then, you know, more, I don't know the right words. I'll be scared to talk on certain stuff. So, tell me, tell me, masculine men. So, mm-hmm. who are you more attracted to? Or it's just like, because I know some men just like me, masculine men might like masculine men because, you know, so what's your attraction, Jonathan, J Boy? I'm not really attracted to like physical features. I'm attracted to what's inside their heart and like what they get, what they show me. Cause I've dated some ugly people and I've dated some fine people. So mm. more ugly than fine, but you get the point. <laughs> I think she means like in the sense of like, um, how they dress and stuff. Yeah. Like y'all know that one show? Um, the best Huh? Would you consider yourself more feminine male or masculine male or I feel, like right, I feel like I'm right in the middle. And what do you what 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 is your attraction? Or the, like you really don't care? I really don't care. Okay, point. so you'll you'll be able to date a, a male that likes to dress up as a woman? Oh uh, no. I can date anybody, but I, I don't want people to shoot me. I can't mess with no trans. I'm I'm sorry, I can't. I'm, I can't mess with or no trans. Cross dresser or a cross dresser. Cross dresser. You, you got your preference. I don't think anybody will be upset because straight people have preference. Everybody has a preference, so that's a preference. You don't have anything against 
transgender. I, got, yeah, I, I have transgender friends, but me going out with them, I, I, it's, it's not going to work. So, or so cross you like, or dressing. You like the male masculine? Yeah, I like, right. Okay. What about you, DJ? Um, I do have a preference. Like, I don't like them boys, but I have talked to people. I feel like I date people that's like me in the middle. Like, we don't dress like girls. We don't really dress, wear um, girl clothes or nothing. And we'll be feminine, but we also also masculine. So it's like, you're versatile. I really date people like that because I don't really want a person that's too masculine. And I definitely don't want nobody that's too feminine, like the long nails and all that stuff. I don't do that. But I also don't want no super, super masculine person. So I'd rather somebody in the middle. Okay, so you consider yourself in the middle like a touch of enough. Yeah. Okay. So what is dating like for you guys? Um, as far as like, um, I know both y'all are like in two different ranges of you're 32, Jonathan, and DJ's 19. So it's in like. Yeah. I go, um... It's different probably than when Jonathan was because a lot of, I don't, can't really speak for his era, but I think a lot of them like came out later in life and stuff like that. They were more in secret than my generation. But dating for me is kind of easy. Like, you know, it's kind of like the, every city kind of has its own like gay community and everybody know everybody. So it's like, you just really be meeting people if you go outside somewhere or on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat, you just might meet somebody that's around your age and y'all talk. That's really it. So you feel like Jonathan people, his his age range pretty much like paved the way. Like he like your ancestors. Like he paved the in, in a way they they ancestors. He's not that old. I don't know what to call them, but yeah, they basically opened doors, you know, made it more comfortable for us. That's that's awesome. I like to hear that. What about you, Jonathan? I mean, dating if you've been you've been out so long, it's the same. Like a DJ said, the community is like it's one community, and then you you know, you try to talk to one person, then you realize they talk to him, they talk to him, they talk to him. So it's it's hard for me. Oh, so you feel like um, a lot of people are attached, could possibly be attached to one person that you already know. So it, yeah, it might be harder to find somebody that's new. Right, because the community is so small. And then, like, everybody talks to each other. I'm not saying, like, everybody sleep with each other, but they talk to each other. Right. And so once your name get brought up, uh, you know him, too. Oh, uh, you know him, too. So it's hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> So what y'all take on, like, uh, would y'all be able to date someone that's not out yet? I like to I was going to ask that. Would you? Uh, I don't know, because it's like, I want to go on dates and stuff. And I know somebody that was dating somebody that was, like, um, in the closet still or did, um, DL. Um, and they like had to go to a movie somewhere that's far out, like they always was in a house and stuff. And it's like, I, I don't think I could deal with that. And a lot of times they 
be having a mask. Like they'll be on social media posting girls and stuff, and they'll still be talking to girls and all that. And it's like, I don't, that's a lot to deal with. Come, come to me when you figure yourself out. Thank you. Yeah. What about you? I mean, at this point, no, nah, I can't because I've been my when I was young, I was I know how they was in that life. And then everybody, everybody accept us now. So why be hiding and stuff? And like, no, like a DJ say, I'm gonna go on dates. I'm gonna do other stuff, go out to eat. So no, I'm not gonna be sneaking ahead for nobody. Yeah, I agree. Me too. I ain't dating. You know that happens in the um, you know the our community as well. Um, people the straight community. I, yeah, straight. I don't like to. I'm not a label type of person that much. Cause I don't know the proper terms. I don't want to offend anyone. So I just try to stay clear of all that. But um, yeah, you know, people be dating married me and they can't go nowhere and it's a secret. How could you live like that? Like you feel like you can't live out loud. You can't be yourself. You ain't married. So why you can't go on dates? And, you know what I mean? So I, yeah. It's like you slow your life down for them. And I, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And it's guaranteed that that person is going to ever feel comfortable enough to be comfortable in their own skin and be real with themselves. So it's like, don't hold your life up. Cause look at Jonathan, he's 45. <laughs> so since we were talking about dating and stuff, um, how do you guys feel about dating someone that dated someone in your friend group or like someone's ex that you're cool with or was cool with before? Um, personally, depending on how deep, if it was like a, a lot of people text real quick and then it never go nowhere. And if you ask your friend, like, well, did y'all do something? How deep was it? And they say it's cool. Then I say it's okay. But I feel like if they was together, like they talk or they had sex or something, I feel like it's a no. Cause it's like that's messy, it, and it's a little awkward and it's weird. What about you, Jonathan? It depends on the timeline and how they broke up. To me, because like a lot of people, they talk, they text, they uh, they do all this talking and they, they talk for a long time. But mind you, while they talking, they talk to somebody else anyway. So it it, it depends on how they talk. Cause I get, I actually have friends that's dating like people exes but they still come around so and how 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 is the the vibe how is the energy is it like weird or because i can understand what dj is saying and um i can understand what you're saying because if someone's just talking like just talking texting or whatever that's not really talking but i don't know if i could talk to someone and talk to my best friend or she was even interested in like that's done with for me but i know the community as you say is very small so you trying to pick what you can pick huh we gotta get them while they what they there <laughs> <laughs> and some people not friend friends like you have some people like i know people but they're not like my best friend or i don't hang with them like that but i know them like they associate so i would not talk to somebody that they talk to because it's like i barely know you I ain't gonna miss my blessing for you. <laughs> right, then they may treat me better than they treated you anyway, so. I didn't say all that. 
I'm not saying about okay. me. No, I'm saying about me. Like they may treat that you. He had you like messed up. He was cheating on you, but he may not do that stuff with me. So. Okay, so let me get this straight. So what you're saying is, because, you know, I never thought about it as, like, for me, like, if my friend tell me she likes somebody and say they never even talk, I'm not even going to look at him no more because I feel like he off the market. But that might be me cutting into my blessing, you saying. But then I feel again, like that's it's, different. It's so many men out here, though, I feel like. I don't know. I, I mean, it, 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 it's enough gay people where you really don't have to overlap. I just think it depends on what circle you in sometimes, but a lot of people have talked to everybody. So it'd be hard I, feel like that, I feel like that as a um, straight woman, um, I feel like when you start talking to people um, about their past and you found out they t- might've had some dealings with somebody you know, they ain't my friend, but somebody I've kicked it with before a little bit then it's like oh and it's it's women that get out that get around town that i know and it, they is making it very slim for people you could choose thank you i feel you jonathan i feel you <laughs> oh hey but i'm just and he a little older than me so you know he's been around longer I'm yeah i've been more options as dj was saying i've been around longer and so the people will get the older you get, the people get smaller and smaller. But actually, it's getting it's getting real bright. But I'm not I'm not finna date nobody that's like a certain age. I'm not finna date like the, the new young uh, gay people. So, so you, I'm, you have that on um, the the young, how young and how old you gonna date? What's yeah, your rank? I'm not finna go under. If I'm 32, I'm not finna go under. I'm not finna go under 26. <laughs> and I'm not gonna go over 34, no, sorry, 37, 38, <laughs> 39. <laughs> it, it depends on it depends on who come talk to me. Yeah, depends on that. So um, cause you know, like, okay, so um you say you won't talk to nobody younger than 26, older than 39. So you know, like in the like for me i'm straight so i'd rather talk to an older man versus a young man i I don't think i would talk to someone younger than me so for you being a gay man it don't matter if the person older or younger like it it really don't matter because i know people who got 20 year difference okay i don't don't know how they do that but they got 20 year difference i don't know how they do that but yes, yeah, they age. So for gay men, it don't matter because I guess they both are men. So, like, or for you, it don't matter. No, it it matters. The twenty year difference for me. No, but... no, I'm not about the twenty year difference. But I'm just saying, like I said, like I'm a, a straight woman. I don't want to date any younger man. I feel like the man should be older, in my opinion. So, like for you, you said if they, as long as they in that range, is cool. Yeah, my last my last relationship, he was twenty six, I was thirty two. But okay. it, but you could tell like the difference. Like he want to be in the streets dancing on the floors. He want to be fighting at the words. So it's yeah, it's a difference. That's why age ranges matter because people should be on different pages at some age. But sometimes you might meet somebody that might be on the same page as you, and they might be younger. Mm-hmm. Or you may meet somebody who older than me doing the same thing the twenty six year old doing. Yeah. What about you, uh, DJ? 
Um, I wouldn't date nobody younger than me because number one, if I go too much younger, I'm gonna be in jail because <laughs> I'm 19 and <laughs> you go two years younger, going to jail. But I don't really want nobody that's younger than me. I probably want to do more than a year at the age I am now, and then probably like five years older. Like older men tried to talk to me, but I don't want an older man. Like they kind of they kind of creep me out. I don't want no man that's like 30 and stuff like that. They that kind of creep me out. It's like, why do you want me? I'm still in college. I still live with my mama. Like, why do you want me? Yeah, I agree. I feel like that as a young tenderoni myself, you know, when older men try to talk to me, I feel like, what do you want from me? You know, I understand. What about you, Tatiana? Um, I probably wouldn't go any younger. I did talk to someone that was 19 and I was just fresh 21. And I felt that, I feel like I felt that age thing. So now I probably wouldn't go anything younger than me. I, you know, I kind of want someone that's like probably 25, 24, 25 and I'm 21. So you dated someone younger than you and you, you felt like you felt the difference and it wasn't too much age gap. Yeah. Cause I just like men like mature slower. No offense to the males on the podcast today, but I feel like men mature a little bit slower. So it's like if I'm dating a 19 year old, maybe he has the mindset of a 17 year old. I don't know. Okay, so since we're still on the dating topic or whatever, what are your expectations out of life as far as um, relationship? Do you plan on being married? What's your thoughts on having children and such and such? And um, Jonathan, since you're older, you can go first. Man, I, don't get, I don't get that much time left. <laughs> so me, I I wanted kids back in the day, but I don't want no kids no more. I'm sorry. I dated, I dated a man with a younger son. And he left. I was at his house. He left me there with his son. And uh, uh-uh, I don't, I don't want no kids. I'm sorry, but I, I do want. I do see myself like moving in with him, having we both having careers, coming home together. They make a dinner, and I'm eating. And then we go lay in the bed and watch basketball wives. Okay, so you do see yourself eventually settling down with one person and um, creating a home. Without with no, kids. With no kids. Got it. What about but we, you? But we not like y'all, so we may not, not have no slip-ups. So we it's just no kids at all. Right. It's Cause right, um, speaking of that, um, you would how would you have kids? Like how do would you I'm, like I mean most people like have surrogates or they adopt. Okay. I'm not doing either one. Okay. What about you, DJ? <laughs> um, well, I'm young, so I don't know what life got for me, but I want a kid, whether I get married or have a relationship or not. I want my own kid for myself because I want a child. I want a legacy. But I do eventually want to get like maybe engaged and married and stuff like that. But um how this dating pool looking it's not looking too like so me and that kid gonna be on our own so do you want a boy or a girl or does it matter i want a boy 
Like I want a miniature me, really. And would it matter of the sexual preference or what? What's the word? Do that matter? Mm, not really to me. I would. I would. It matter to me. Yeah, I was only wondering because I used to think me personally. I'm only speaking of like two men growing up raising a man. Like that might confuse them. That but that goes into you were born gay or you choose to be gay. So yeah, I used to think like that might confuse a kid, but who say we live it right? Hmm. <laughs> exactly. Mm, All right. I, 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 don't, I don't think you could be confused. Like, cause you still got TV, you still gonna see um, heterosexual relationships and stuff. So, and just cause they see it, that don't mean they're gonna be attracted to another man anyway. Right. And, and that's my fear. Like, I'm having a kid with somebody and they grow up gay. They be like, oh, you gay because your, both your father's gay. Like, that's my fear. That's, I was just, hey, what, what are y'all thoughts on, like, the kid going to school and having two fathers instead of a mother and a father that is considered the norm? What's... Um, I feel like they better get tough. They get tough. A lot of kids only have one mama, so... And no daddies. And no daddies. So, I I only grew up with one mother. Tell them I, I got enough daddies to give two of y'all. So that, that that's what I would say. And I grew I grew up in middle school and uh, not high school. Half my high school, like, I had had to fight every day because they knew I was a little sweet. But I had, I had to fight and show for my thing. So just imagine them saying you had two daddies. You had to fight twice as hard. So um, this might go a little deep because me thinking about the conversation, I never thought into this. Um, you know how, like you just stated, um, a lot of kids grew up with just a mom. And um, if they have to grow up with a father, two fathers, how, uh, and people say that, you know, them not growing up with a father affected them. So how do you think the effect of only having two fathers would affect the kid not having a mother. like oh I think that if the fathers are just as nurturing and stuff as a mom would be I don't think a kid they probably would want to know what it feel like to have a mom but I got a mama so they can come over while if they want to feel like it is with a mom they get yelled at in my opinion but I feel like long as you nurturing and stuff like a mom would be then I don't think they would miss out on too much of nothing. Agree. Okay. okay, let's dive over to like the music industry because I do know they used to say that people couldn't be comfortable in their own skin or people wouldn't be successful if they came out as gay male rappers. So now that you guys have people like Saucy Santana, Kid Ken and Lil Nas X, does that help like with your confidence, being comfortable in your own skin as a gay male? How does that work for you? And Jonathan, you can start since you've been gay the longest. <laughs> I mean, it, it helps me a lot because if they can do that in front of millions of people, I could do this in this little community. So it gives me a, a lot of confidence. Have you ever thought about being a rapper? Nope. 
<laughs> Not at all. I thought about being a singer because you know I know how to sing, but I don't sing no more. Okay. Did you want to do anything for us just in case anybody knows? Oh, no. no. Okay. What'd you say, uh, Tatiana? She said no. Like real a fast. little note or something? Uh, hell no. No, let's say no. <laughs> oh, that's how that's fucking um, Not really, because. It don't really affect me. If I like their song, I listen to it, but I don't overly support them because they gay. I treat them like any other artist. But it is nice to see like gay rappers because it's like they talk about what gay people talk about. So it's nice to it's it's nice to get representation, I would say. And see, yeah. I I over support them. I'm like Dominique down there. I over support them. I play in the in the hood music. I play in the hood neighborhood. I may have to duck at the words, but I play them. So you feel like because they are out, you want to show and support them because they represent you. And DJ, you don't really uh, make you like their music more, but if they have the music, that's great. But it's, it is good to have like representation in the rap or music community. Yeah. So um, let's shift over to like working and, you know, living a normal life as far as like working going to school and all that stuff so do you feel like you guys are treated differently in the workforce or the workplace or in school or do you think your choice of your sexuality affects it in any way and um Dominique you can start with the your answer um i don't i don't think i've ever been like discriminated against in like a school environment or, or work environment or nothing but it do make you feel nervous sometimes if you got like your hair dad or something you might be like they might not hire me because they might think i'm gay or something like that um as far as like school you do feel a little bit outcasted because you might be the only gay person or it might be like five gay people out of a school of like 1,500 people. So it's kind of like you do feel a little outcasted or you're not represented enough. So I, I, you feel a little, not, I don't want to say alone, but you feel a little outcasted a lot around people. What about you, Jonathan, since you've been working for about 20 years now? This shady crash is gonna have to start all this land. If, if, I mean, it really don't matter to me. I mean, if I want to dye my hair like a certain color, I'll dye my hair black for the interview. Once I get in, it's over with that hair color gone. But but I work at a college, so it's a lot of my kind at the college anyway. So it's when they they oh, they way more open to me. So it, it, no, I don't feel like I get discriminated or nothing. No, actually, they, they I feel like they they like us more, a little bit. Sometimes. So, all, all, all my jobs, they do. So do you, the, you said what? Go ahead. I, I, mean, yeah. I think the only um, workplace that still hasn't caught up is maybe like in male sports. Like I watch, I mean, not I watch, but my brother and my dad watch a lot of sports and my dad was telling me not too long ago, like one person, one male, like professional athlete came out during his career. And I think two came out after. So I think that's probably where it hasn't like caught up because like, you know, male like football, basketball stuff is supposed to be like super like masculine and stuff. But for women, like 
an all women's basketball team, they might assume that like half of the women are lesbians. So that's probably a place that it hasn't caught up to yet. Like males, they tend to come out after their career, like basketball players and stuff. Yeah, they don't lose the endorsement deal. There you go. And they support it. Yeah. I wonder if it would affect, say, if LeBron was gay, was still as good as he is now, like, you know, a great athlete. You know, they say he one of the best that's ever played. Would they, is it because have the players been good and they didn't get support or, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it all depends on what comes with the package. Cause I think it'll be more acceptable if it's making them more money. They'll probably try to put it, push it out there. You know, I feel like it's all about the bucks when it comes to anything. Cause um, like Juneteenth doesn't have that much stuff out, but when Pride come around, Pride guy, I see rainbow everywhere. So it's like, it's really about the money. I feel like whatever makes the most money and the dollar is with y'all right now. So that's what they going with. And breast cancer month, like they'll have like pink everything and then like um, pink um, ribbon on the uniforms and stuff. But it may not be like a year, year round thing. Jonathan, did you want to say something? Uh-uh. No. So that's great that you guys can make your money and you don't feel affected. Um, it sucks that you guys basically go through the same thing we do. We feel like as black women, I'm not going to say I can't speak about white, but I can't wear a certain hair color or I'm a little ghetto. And y'all have to worry about if y'all die, y'all, y'all going to be gay or y'all is gay, but they're going to be like, oh, they're, they're gay. So we go through some of the similar things as well. And I, I have a, a complex of I'm too pretty to do certain stuff. Like I'll apply for a job. They think I'm more girly. I won't lift boxes. And they'll, it's like, I'll go on an interview and they'll be like, well, it, 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 you have to do this, this, that. Like they're trying to discourage me of trying to apply for a job. Now I do believe they didn't hire me for this one job before because I was like, I had nails on and stuff. But obviously when it's time to work, you're going to get to work. You know, but I, I, ha I have those same problems. Discrimination as a pretty black woman that's in touch with her feminine side. So I'm I'm in the struggle with you guys. I'm glad somebody, glad somebody here with us. Um, okay, I wanted to ask you guys, do you think um, the older LGBT community kind of paved the way for the younger to feel more comfortable or feel comfortable um, telling people around them because they were already out, you know, and living in their truth. Yeah. Um, I, feel, well, you when, uh, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we trying to teach, I feel like we trying to teach like the younger people, like, okay, with Dominique, I try to teach Dominique the stuff I did wrong so he wouldn't do the same thing as I did. Cause I did a lot of wrong in my years. So I try to teach him like the thing I did wrong, don't do it. So he can grow up and like be successful, be everything that he wants to be. So that's how I feel like I do to the younger community. So you feel like um, you didn't have the guidance that you can apply to give to the young community now that you're trying to be that advocate or, you know, help out, you know, my uh, DJ because mm -hmm. 
of um, you didn't have the guy. Yeah, I, I definitely had no guidance. When I became in this community, I didn't have nothing. I was just going in there full force. I didn't know what to do. I was just going with my friends. And sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. So you basically, you. Oh, I like that you, um, you basically like a big brother or father figure. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's why then in our community, we had like, in our community, we had like fathers and houses and sons and stuff. So, and then most likely the fathers, like they raised, I don't say raised kids, but they had like kids under their arms, like telling what's right and wrong, what not to do, what to do, like what job to get, what job not to get, like. Now that's one thing. That's what I agree with the gay community. Like a lot of people, they say they say we're real messy, but they is, but still, they, but they do a lot of right stuff though. I get it to them. You feel like they take the younger people under their wing and they let them know basically this. Hey, I did this wrong. You you, you can avoid these mistakes because, mm -hmm. and we all need that. Even just not in the gay community, just in the community. Black community, white community, like every community, we need the people to help gag from their mistakes so people can, you know, not have to take those. Right. And I, feel, and I feel attached to DJ, I mean, to Dominique, because I knew him since he was a little kid. So, so you, you feel like you want to protect him from... Okay. But, but I can protect him from... Well, I'll protect him. Um, I think that's good that they do that. I know a lot of people that have like older gay, like they might have a dance coach or they might have like a father or something like that, and they kind of take them under their wing, really. And they really just like Jonathan said, telling them what to do, not to do. Sometimes I listen, sometimes I don't. Okay, so you're saying that um taking kids under their wing and you know helping them—that's just like parenting. Your parents try to basically stop you from making the same exact mistakes that they made, you know, so you can have an easier life or, or easier, you know, transition into things. So um, I really do respect y'all for that because um, I do, the things I know about the community, I definitely think it, it needs to be guidance and stuff. So shout out to everybody that's out there helping and supporting these young people because all young people not just gay young people all young people need guidance and 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 you know just a big presence in their life so i thank y'all for doing that you're welcome we've come to um the end of another sister talks episode um so for our closing now i wanted to ask everyone what is something that you want another person to take from this conversation today I can start. Um, I want people to understand that um, we all are humans. We all are people. We are, are on this road of, or journey of life that we didn't choose, but we're here. And we all, we don't have, nobody has a, a booklet of how to go about life. So we all figuring things out. So treat everybody with kindness whether a person is different from you as skin color, sexuality or whatever, we all are human and just lead with love. And that's pretty much what I want to. Well, I take, well, I want people to know like we, 
I accept everybody. We all have our flaws and stuff. But ain't nobody bigger than the next person. So just, just open your heart and just love everyone. I say be, be yourself. Be 100% you. Somebody like it or love it. Be you. Um, and then I think to be like a little bit more specific, I do agree with what everyone said, um, but I like the part when you touched on, you know, like someone that is completely like out and living in their truth, maybe choosing to date someone that is on the down low. Um, I like what they said, like, it's basically like, you know, being hidden away, you won't get the full experience of being an actual relationship, going on dates, being in public and stuff like that. So I think that's something to take from this, even though um, it's less common now, because um, the world is more accepting, um, but still, like, never settle for that. It is someone out there that's willing to be out in the open with you. So I did like that part of the conversation. Um, so, yeah, we're going to close it out. Thank um, our two guests, Jonathan and Dominique, for joining us today. Um, be sure to look out for Sister Talks, the podcast, every Sunday on YouTube, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Um, and, yeah, thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.